we have to approach the scripture and we have to approach life with more humility. We, we have to sit at that, that phrase, sitting at the feet of Rabbi Jesus, let's sit and say, I don't get it. I don't understand. So welcome to The Extra Tent. My name is Ben Cartland, joined here once again by Jason Esposito. Jason, how are you doing today? Go Pack Go! Oh no, gosh. I just had to do Come that. On. I know it's on a sports podcast, I know, but I know, I know. Because I, I, I was at Latitude Cafe, a little coffee shop right down yep. from the Germantown campus, and... Uh, you know, that's the talk, man. Like they're in, they're in. I'm Dude, like, I was, they are in and love, love is doing a great yeah, job. Right. Yeah, and I know yeah. this isn't sports radio, right, but right. they showed the stat yeah. uh, that his first season, first year is better than Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre's. Right. right so he's had yeah. a great year and I haven't really been paying attention a lot this year. I mean, I'm a New York football giants fan. Yep. They're, they are, they did win yesterday, yep. but woo, bad year. Yep. And I'm excited. I am. I'm a Packer fan too. Yeah, I mean, and I think he's, he's a great quarterback love and I'm excited to see what happens. But I don't know. I mean, they're the youngest team I heard in yeah, the playoffs. Right, and right. At uh, least the offense, I think. And yeah, super young. And uh, I don't know how far they'll go. But hey, it was fun. Yeah, it was. But can I just say, like, you you came in here with a completely different energy than what I was expecting. You know, we were like <laughs> meeting a little bit before the podcast, talking about a few things, getting on the same yeah. page. And then you're just well, like, yeah. That's what you, just up. turn me on. I'm like, I, I don't have a dimmer switch. I'm like off or on. That's pretty true. I'm either like, woo. But yeah. you don't surprise yeah. me very often, but you completely <laughs> threw me off. I right honestly there. didn't even think of that. Like, no, I wasn't I like, oh, I can't wait to, to shock Ben. I'm going to start with Go Pack Go, you know? <laughs> Just like that uh, came to me in the moment. That was like a Holy Spirit moment. Yeah, right, so. right, right. Because we know how much God cares about sporting. Oh yes, events. yes. But I, I, I know what you thought I was going to start with the big snowstorm. <laughs> like everybody's talking about it. I, I know. I, I, I just got I a text know. like right before a podcast. Like, do you want to make your appointment virtual? I'm like, it's like the storm of the century is going to. We're in Wisconsin, people. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, know. I had you know. Oh, let's some, just shut everything down. Was, like, let's yeah. What we just. If if you you know pay attention to social media and our app and your email if you're worried about yeah it. so from a, okay. from a crossway standpoint right um, we you will your your ministry your point, area will your communicate point, well it's snow <laughs> it is snow and, it and we do it in Wisconsin we can do it again yes right uh, yes we'll, yeah there's the we'll make it so much so. <laughs> going on we're gonna get six whole inches of I'm gonna snow. work tomorrow either way it's you know, true so it's true you know. So well, hey, we haven't talked since before Christmas. That's right. Um we were yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How was how was your your Christmas? Did it live up to all the all the expectations all the that you had this year? Yeah. It did. I'm just I'm still that kid, man. It was great. Actually, yeah. the best part of Christmas was we had the whole family together. And I know that won't be able to happen every year, but we we did this year and it was so cool. Like that by far, that's like number yeah. one. And then I, I did, I shared it in the sermon. I did get a really cool uh, leaf blower. Yeah. And I was really excited. And the battery matches. Like, so now I have the leaf blower, mm-hmm. the weed whacker, and the lawnmower. And so I could switch the batteries. Wow. Now I'm holding out what happened this year uh, for in the future. The snowblower okay. that will, that will okay. be like the 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 final four yeah. of my electric uh, kind of cool yeah, gadgets. Man. But man, I've never had a leaf blower in my life. Okay. Ever. I'm like, I'm old school, like raking, never had a leaf blower. So 
I turned that on Christmas morning. I was like, one of my kids was, it says a hundred, I don't know if it's 120 mile per hour winds, but it said it was, I'm like, it was like a, it was like a cool, like laser gun. And I'm like, and everybody's like, stop dad. I'm like, I'm in fourth grade. I just have this mental picture of your wife, like sitting at the kitchen table with her hair being blown back by this, like, yeah. but without like changing yeah. her facial expression. Yeah. Like she's been married to you long yeah, enough yeah. to know. Yeah, that's right. This that's is what right. Jason's going to do I, when he I, opens I, the leaf. Uh, she's amazing that she, oh. uh, that's awesome. But um, nah, it, it was fun. It was good. That's and good. you, and you, you uh, have like yeah. younger kids. So I mean, I yeah. act like a young kid still, <laughs> but you actually have. Yeah, younger I mean, kids, younger so. kids just, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I are, are blessed with, you know, a great family, great parents, mm -hmm. um, who just shower the kids with gifts, and so it's just complete overwhelm. They already forgot what they got on Christmas because, right? You know, we had another Christmas on Saturday, uh, just just a few days ago, and so. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, the, the kids love it. I don't, you know, we try, you know, we, we did. And, and just to, uh, follow up on my word here, I did read the Christmas story multiple times good. before, um, good. before Christmas Eve. I did read it as well. Good, good. And historically we'd kind of read the Christmas Eve story, but in one of the kids mm -hmm. Bibles or kids devotionals sure. that they they're used to seeing. And this year we actually read it, you know, out of the, the Bible Bible, mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, starting to get to that age where they can start understanding mm -hmm. it a little bit more. Uh, so trying to instill that. So, uh, but it was good. You know, the Christmas Eve services were were fantastic here at, at Crossway and just really had a great, I, I had a good Christmas. You know, yeah. I, like I said, I've I've historically had, had subpar Christmases, mm -hmm. nothing, yeah. you know, dramatic, but just. I'm rubbing whatever. off on you. Right, you are a little bit. Your excitement <laughs> is, or or Jesus. Uh, you know? Well, more importantly, could Jesus. Be, more could be Jesus, too. I got a lot of issues, man. <laughs> a lot of issues. But, so, uh, so no, overall cool. good. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, you talk about, you know, and we talked about it. We have staff chapel every Monday. We're yeah. talking a little bit about, you know, challenging the team, the staff team to lean into their walk with God in 2024. Like, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yes, we need to strategize. We need to communicate. We need to plan. We need to, you know, we've got all of the the, the leadership levers that we, we need to pull uh, on the team. But the most important thing is our walk with Jesus Christ, that we're becoming more like Christ. And we're responsible for the the ministry that God has given us. And whether we're ministering to one person or thousands of people, we need to be Christ to them. And uh, how important that is. And we were talking about that and, and people were just sharing yeah. like different ways in which they can nurture their walk with, with Christ more in 2024. And you shared about listening to the whole Bible that you're going to yeah. let you drive a lot and yep. you're lit, right? Are, are you, yeah. is that yeah. true? You're listening to the whole Bible. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little over halfway, okay. you know, just been Very cool. just blitzing it with, you know, yeah. eight to 10 chapters a day yeah. sometimes, just depending on what I got going on. Is it like all one voice? Is it like all different? Uh, voices uh, it's or one like voice. all different, it's you know what I mean? One, like yeah. different, like no, there's no different person for Mary, sounds, different person yeah, for Joseph, no. different person for Abraham. Just jumped no. way back there. No, yeah. it's it's okay. all one voice. That's cool, though. You know, yeah, yeah I, there's I so many different it. ones. There are, there mm -hmm. are. Uh, the, the app that I use, I, I like for a few reasons. It's a it's a Bible software that has an app that goes along with it, has an audio Bible in there, and uh, some things that I like about it. But uh, but in you know, it, it took me a long time, and we've talked about this a little mm -hmm. bit on the podcast, but just to accept that I'm not sit down and physically read the whole Bible guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just mm -hmm. not that guy. Mm -hmm. I, I've attempted it multiple times. I've gotten like to... the one-year Bible, that right, kind of thing. Right, yeah. I've gotten to various stages yeah. of, of completing right. it. Um, probably right. have read the whole right. Bible. Right. 
inadvertently. You hit like halfway through Leviticus, you're like, Ooh, what's on TV? Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it gets rough there for, <laughs> mm-hmm. for a bit, but, mm-hmm. um, but really just finally accepting that, like you're, you're going to get more out of it. You're going to mm-hmm. remember more. And just the way that I learn by listening to it, especially when I'm doing like a blitz, like bulk content, right? right? Like probably you want to get through the whole Bible. Right. Right. Like I probably wouldn't like study one verse, mm-hmm. uh, audio with audio because right. you know, it, it would be not as effective, but when I'm reading the whole Bible, just to listen to it as the story, listen to how, you know, it kind of flows and, and one thing feeds into the other, you know, it, it's completely changed how I've approached it mm-hmm. from, from the past. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm not advocating for, uh, that people should or should not listen to the Bible verse, read it. But what I really found, and we, I shared this in staff chapel is, is to really find your style, like mm-hmm. what works for you, mm-hmm. you know, what works for Jason doesn't work for Ben necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, I spent a lot of time in my walk with God trying to mimic my study habits around people that I admired, mm-hmm. which is okay, but then modifying them to uh, to fit what what works for me rather right. than what I think looks good on paper or right. sounds good out loud um, has made a huge difference in, in just my ability to do it. That's so important in every area of our life. I've listened to a lot of great pastors, great leaders, business leaders, and in other areas. And I'm like, Oh, that that's great. And you have to modify Well, what does that look like? Not just in, in my life, but in the context that, that I'm in. Right. So I think the thing you point out is, and this is good as we're stepping into a, a new year, challenging everyone who's listening uh, to very specifically identify a one way that you can more fully lean into following Christ mm-hmm. wherever you're at in your spiritual journey. Like what does it look like to take a, another step? And the Bible is a central piece of that story. We're not going to grow closer to Christ without engaging the scriptures, engaging the Bible, but how we engage the Bible, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways. And, and what I found is that I, I really do. I, in fact, I almost, well, more, Often, often, let me me phrase that. I often listen to certain biblical texts on Saturday night before I preach. I have like a couple of go-to texts, Philippians 2, Psalm 23, that I I listen to. I read them, but now I've been listening to them, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of center myself as I go to a little time of prayer before I have to preach. And I I think everyone, even if you're a big-time reader, you should listen to the Bible sometime. It just... It just, we experience it in a different way. And if someone is just listening to the Bible, right. as you were saying, they should read the Bible too. Yeah. So I, and, and then there's other ways. Like some people are watching The Chosen or other shows like right. that. And that's good. Like you get pieces of the Bible, you get some additions, you get, yeah. there's some subtractions in there. Like that shouldn't be sufficient. So it is important to read the biblical text. I think it's important to listen to the biblical text. I think we can watch different things. Uh, there's the Bible Project on YouTube. There's shows like The Chosen, other things where you can get pieces of it. One of the things interesting, so back to Christmas, yeah, this is where this whole thing was leading. Yeah, uh, there is a three-volume graphic novel Bible. Really, three volumes. So I know That's, there's the, yeah. the the one volume one I've seen for kids. This is not a kid one. Okay, like, this is targeted toward adults. So wow. it's like a adult uh, level, uh, adult PG thirteen, whatever it is. Yeah. What the Bible is rated R. Really. Right. Some of those right. stories are like, we do not want to make that right. story into a movie. This is probably like that PG PG 13. Yeah. It's three volumes. Each volume is the size of the, the one graphic novel that I've seen of the Bible. Yeah. That's kind of more of a kid one. Wow. And it goes from Genesis to revelation and it's really cool. Mm. 
and uh, that was a gift this uh, okay. this this year. That's another way. Now, I would again, I wouldn't just read the three volume graphic novel Bible, <laughs> right, right? But if you're reading the Bible, if you're listening to the Bible, then you start exploring other ways. Especially if you find yourself stuck, as you're saying, yeah. we have different wiring, different ways that God has, you know, different stories that God has written through us. I would encourage people to incorporate different things, different translations. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are down on like different versions of the Bible. But I, I think the the more that I can read, the more that I can listen to, I want to hear it in the New Living Translation. I want to hear it in the message. I want to hear it in the King James. I want to hear it in the ESV, the, you know, the NIV, different ways. I want to read a little bit of the graphic yeah. novel Bible. I want to watch some of these things. And, and it just helps, yeah. you know, to kind of break us out, sometimes of the doldrums uh, or, or if we feel stuck in in studying the the Word. So I just want to challenge people read, listen to the scriptures and definitely have a core text like the new international version or the ESV. But then from that expand into some of the different tools that God has given us as you step into 2024. Yeah. And to me, it speaks, you know, right into, you know, kind of the the community for the curious aspect of, of what we do at Crossway, you know, this idea, like doing things differently it's challenging. You could learn something new that challenges, mm-hmm. you know, something that you thought to be true before. And um, so really to me, it's helped me engage, you know, just my own curiosity and, and you know, this podcast has been a part of it um, and, and just, you know, being on staff and things like that, but there's so much to know about the Bible and to read and reading the Bible and so much that I don't know uh, about the Bible, about God, about, you know, everything, and so just finding a place to start, finding the different resources, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. you know, one thing, you know, I, I read the the um, curriculum for our, our uh, how to read the Bible grow track that we offer. Um, you know, I, I've been a follower of Christ for decades and just really picked up a few nuggets that really helped translate mm-hmm. or not tra- not translate anything in the Bible, but but translate in my head what I was mm-hmm. reading a little bit and understanding it a little yeah. bit more. Um, so just a ton of different tools, a ton of different options. Um, just, yeah, again, there's so much there. Pick one thing, start mm-hmm. down that track uh, to focus on, and that, that you know, will help build other habits and other things will come out of that. Yeah, you mentioned the How to Study Your Bible Grow Track class. Mm-hmm. One of the staff people talked about going to the new Grow Track Doctrine class. Right. You know, just, again, another step just to learn to grow. For me... You know, people say, oh, I'm a big reader. I read a lot. You know, I mean, I guess I read a fair amount. Um, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot to learn. Um, sometimes I'm around people and I'm like, that I'm like, wow. Like they know so much more about God, the Bible, theology, philosophy than me. So, I mean, you know, all of us are on a journey. All of us have to stay curious. Uh, one of the things that has really been helpful is to read and study in community. Mm. And that's really the the genius, uh, and we know this, it's not, you know, like, that's not genius, but the genius of doing a, how to study your Bible or doctrine class, do it with people. And we learn so much more. So I, I, I just can't challenge people enough. Are, are you in relationship in 2024 with people in the community of faith? It can be a one-on-one mentor relationship, right. accountability relationship, friendship relationship, where you're, you're talking about life and God and, and your issues, and you could be reading a book together. It can be a reading. Like I, I lead a reading group. We're on our fourth book now this year. We're going to read six. Um, our next book is 
politics. I can't wait. The theo- right. theology and politics is our next one. Okay. That's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, the, you know, but just do it together with people. That's so important. So we talked a little bit about, you know, what I'm doing, reading, you know, plowing through the Bible mm-hmm. here, like mm-hmm. I said, about halfway through. What about you? What are you, what are you up to uh, in 2024? What's your area of focus, something mm-hmm. that you're going to focus on for your own spiritual development in 2024? Yes, I actually have had a struggle as well, reading the entire, like doing a one-year Bible. Like that's, some of the people that they love that and that works for them. I want to encourage you, if you've never tried that, try it. That actually isn't how I'm wired either. I, I really, and I have read the whole Bible, you know, through, you know, several times, but um, I really have found tremendous growth. And when I find a single passage of scripture and I just wear it out, like I just bore okay. down for a long time. So I've picked uh, the fruits of the spirit tax. It's in Galatians five and some of the verses around it. And I'm going to spend a whole year on that. Tech. Now I'm going to read other parts of the Bible too. <laughs> and I do part vocationally as a pastor, yeah. but I will also, you know, in my own spiritual walk and journey, but I'm especially going to read that different translations. I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to turn it into a prayer. I'm going to journal about it. I'm going to study it. I'm going to read books about it. Like I really believe that the fruits of the spirit found in Galatians five are one of the core marks of Christian maturity and we can know a lot. We can do a lot. We can, people can look at us and say, wow, you've accomplished all these things or whatever. We can have big churches. We can whatever big ministry programs. But if we're not known by the fruits of the spirit, then we're actually not that mature. And uh, I've just been really convicted and challenged in that area. So that, I'm just going to bore down deep for a full year yeah. uh, in Galatians five. And again, the whole chapter, uh, but really focusing on the fruits of the spirit part. The second thing I'm doing that's new, and again, I, I'm monthly. I see a counselor, and I've, I've talked about that in the past. That's been huge. Mm-hmm. Just started that in 2023. That was a new. I had seen counseling in the past, but like a once a month regular meeting with a licensed clinical Christian counselor. That that's been that was a 2023 edition. Huge. I'm going to continue that. Got to have a few other things I'm trying to to lean into. Just being physically healthier too. Uh, you know, we, the, the scriptures, and when you read the Bible, we tend to compartmentalize it. We're very Hellenistic, very Western in our thinking, but it's all woven together physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially. And so I am looking a little bit at my, so I'll tell you real, I'll, I'll just share. I don't think I've shared yeah. this with anybody. Well, I mean, my, my wife and stuff, but <laughs> Amy, uh, I, I cut out cream from my coffee. So again, okay. yeah, like, I'm not like shaming anyone out there. Right. If you're a big, like cream and sugar person years ago, I cut out sugar. So I used to be cream and sugar in my coffee. Okay. And then for years, cream only. And now I've just started in 2024, just started a new thing, just black coffee. Okay. So, um, that's new. How's it going? And uh, so I, I, you know, it's been what a week, yeah. I think a week or yeah. so. I'm not, I don't miss it. Okay. I really, I'm surprised. I don't. Okay. One time there, there was the other, <laughs> the other day I was like, Oh, I was so hard, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't give in. So well, I'm, I'm going to go from three glugs to two glugs okay. of, of whatever I yeah. put in my coffee. So, I mean, and I know that's a small thing. Yeah. It's part of a bigger story of some, some health things that I'm leaning into, but that's important. And so, because if you deal with chronic pain, if you deal with chronic exhaustion, if you've got some other physical challenges, like it does affect your walk with Jesus. It does affect how you mm. engage family, friends, church, world. Um, so that's one small thing. But the other thing I'm doing is um, meeting more regularly with an older friend, someone who's known me for years. He's older than me. Uh, he's not impressed by me. 
and uh, we would get together a couple times a year. Yeah. And so we're not, it's not like a once a week thing, even once a month, every couple months, we're going to get together for yeah. lunch and uh, just a safe place where I can learn, grow, share, be challenged, encourage. It, it's mutual too. Um, but uh, that's something where I do have lot, uh, lots of different people I get together with, but this is one that I'm going to do with a little more intentionality. So those are a couple of things that I'm leaning into uh, in 2024. Yeah, it's amazing. We've talked about this, gosh, countless times on the podcast. But, um, but it, it's just amazing, you know. Just in twenty twenty three, you know, I, I grew a little bit closer to some some pe- people who had been friends for years and were was a little bit more intentional about those relationships, and and they were the same. And it it just it's incredible, you know how how much uh, joy that brings to your life. It's incredible how much. Uh, tension it relieves in that, you know, because we, we all have stuff that comes up week mm-hmm. to week and day to day. And um, but you know what? I, I'm getting together with so-and-so on, on Tuesday and I'm going to, you know, sit there and have a drink and, and talk to him a little bit and, and be able to, you know, process this with them and pray with them or or whatever it sure. might be. Um, so gosh, if, if you don't have somebody, you know, listener, you know, people that are listening, don't have somebody in your life. That's what a perfect thing for 2024 mm-hmm. to be an objective for, for your spiritual growth is to, you know, identify that person and, and to intentionally start working towards that, that relationship. It's not going to be overnight. You know, if, if you don't have a, 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 a intimate relationship with somebody yet, you know, it's not going to be overnight that you just show up and all of a sudden you're sharing your deepest, darkest secrets, but to start taking those steps and and finding some, at least one person um, to be able to, like you said, just know you a little bit more, challenge you, push you. Um, and again, it, it, it speaking from experience, uh, it helps relieve a lot of that tension and pressure that, that I feel sometimes um, uh, to, to have those opportunities. Yeah. Two, two quick things. One, a shout out. Maybe you're listening and you're like, well, Ben, I don't, I don't know who that one is. I don't have someone that I think is a step ahead of me or or even, you know, where I'm at in my spiritual journey. Uh, we actually have a, a mentoring ministry, a program where you can fill out a connect card, you can contact us online, and we have individuals that our, our care community ministry team will help connect you with. Yep. And you meet with them a certain amount of time and and so if you feel like, I don't know anyone that I can connect with, we actually have people that are, are waiting for the opportunity mm-hmm. to pour their life into another. So that's, that's yeah, really important. So absolutely. reach and, out to us. And any of the other things, you know, do like serving, I can't tell you how many relationships I've built serving in the church, serving alongside people, uh, grow groups or care groups that we offer, uh, how many relationships I've had come out of those, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's doing it's practicing some of the spiritual disciplines and serving the church and being in community and groups and stuff that help identify those people and lead to those types of relationships. Um, there's so many tools. It's just, it's, it's, you know, like we've been talking about, what's that one thing, take that one mm-hmm. step. Uh, and, and that's, you know, what we have to do is right. just take that step. Yeah. We don't drift into maturity. You don't drift into being healthy. You don't drift into, uh, you know, dealing with your dysfunctions, you know, we drift into unholiness, unhealth, right. we drift into being dysfunctional. You need intentionality. Right. That's so important. So we, we kicked off the new series or right. last week. Pastor we Marcus kicked, off kicked it off yep. in Germantown and right. then Tony and Ben, Pastor Tony, Pastor Ben kicked it off at Sussex and, and North Shore. Right. And, uh, but this is our first podcast on it. So right. uh, a little bit about the, the new sermon series. Right. And you know what we're what we're looking at here. Yeah. So it's 
Very simple. We're looking at the minor prophets in the Old Testament. Amos, Joel, people that uh, often get overlooked. Shorter books. One of the challenges that Pastor Marcus laid out is actually read the biblical text or listen to the biblical text. I guess you could read the graphic novel version of it, but I I would discourage that. (laughs) Read it, listen to it. And then if you wanted to read the graphic novel on top of all that, that's fine. Uh, There's just so much more there. So, you know, here, we're going to pull back the curtain. There's really two purposes. One is to introduce all of us more fully to these important people and the message that they recorded in the scripture. And so, uh, you know, most of us aren't going to, let's, hmm, today, maybe I'll read Joel, you know, right? let's read Amos, let's, you know, and it's just not a go-to, like go-to is more the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or Philippians, or Galatians, or Corinthians, which again, definitely read, or maybe in the Old Testament, Genesis, or we want to read the stories of the kings, or David and Goliath, you know, that's So one, it's just that, that we want to preach the whole counsel of Scripture. We want to help people understand that God wrote a book through human authors, and there's something in every book that God wants us to hear and more fully apply to our life. And so it's looking at this, maybe learning a little bit about the times, the text, learn some interpretive tools, and then you know what is the truth? So it's one sermon on each of these minor prophets. We can't cover everything. In fact, right. I just preached on Joel. We did a three-part series on Joel last summer. We avoided the particular topic that I talked about, the day of the Lord, this past right. weekend. So you want to study Joel through the sermons, you would listen to all four. But it's just one. It's giving you a taste of, of the prophets, yeah. picking out one theme, and then unpacking that and saying, how does that ancient truth apply to our life today? So, you know, maybe going a little bit, you know, what what were the prophets and how do they, you know, why, I mean, why should we listen to them? I, guess. I mean, it's in the Bible, but you know, yeah. like, you know. So there's major prophets, minor prophets. Um, one of the key distinctions is the length of their prophetic word. Basically, they're people that God chose to speak for him to the people. That's the simplest way. God chose these people and he had a specific message to the people of Israel, uh, to the people in the ancient times through his messenger, the messenger is the prophet. But that message wasn't just anchored in time. It was in order to do proper interpretation, you have to first ask the question like, what did it mean? So what did it mean for, again, we'll talk Joel, because I just preached on Joel. Like, what did the day of the Lord mean for those listening? How would they have understood it? We didn't even have time to get into a lot of that right. in the sermon. The sermon, again, is just a snapshot. And uh, and then bringing that forward. So what does that mean mean for us? So individuals that had a word from the Lord to the people and they gave it. And often it was a hard word in difficult times. Most people weren't excited to hear what the prophet had to say. You know, there wasn't a long line of of resumes to be a prophet. And and so I guess, you know, how, how should we read the, read the prophets? How, because, and you mentioned this, you know, that in, in Joel, he's talking about there's locusts and there's drought and Mm -hmm. famine and, when we read that as you know as western you know western civilians uh mm-hmm. that's very very different than what the the israelites would have how they would have read it they mm-hmm. would have understood those two combinations of of locusts and drought to being like potential death huge famine lots of problems lots of trouble mm-hmm. um 
and it's just cultural context. We've talked about this before that we mm-hmm. don't really don't really understand, you know, when really understand when we read the Bible. And so, you know, are there some things that we could different ways that we could approach reading um reading the prophets as we go through the series, like actually reading it like we've been challenged to mm-hmm. to help us understand a little bit more what's going on? That's a great question. Some would suggest that the locust in Joel is a metaphor for troubles, for war, for turmoil. And I think when we come to the Bible, we need to have more both end thinking. I think it was real locust. I mean, that was common in ancient culture. And uh, if you're a farmer and you don't have all the modern tools and modern chemicals and modern ways that we protect our crops from, uh, you know, from pestilence, uh, even organic crops, you know, right. so I, I, we have modern ways to do that. There's a big locust plague and that could be a, de- a literal death sentence. So in one sense, I think we have to admit we don't get it. The vast majority of people listening to this podcast, maybe some do, but I would say probably the vast majority, we don't get it. I, I, can, I went to Costco the other day, lots of food and people mm-hmm. at Costco. Right. I was at Pick and Save. I was at Walmart earlier today. So we don't, even when uh, during uh, COVID, you know, people are going in and like hoarding, I still could find food. Right. Uh, and so I don't get what it's like to live at a time where I might not be able to put food on the table, might not be able to put what I want on the table. Right. You know, maybe, oh, I can't find chicken right. this week, but I can find ham or, you know, I can't find paper towels, but I can find toilet paper. Actually, that, you know, we don't eat paper towels right, or toilet right. paper, but you get the point. Yep. And uh, so I think a part of it is like, we don't get it. Again, maybe some do. And, and around the world, I actually mentioned South Sudan and uh, because of the 20 to 23 special, they talked about, uh, some of the the famine and the challenges in, in South Sudan. There are people right now around the world that get it. If you live in the Ukraine, you understand war right now. If right. you live in Israel and uh, in Gaza, you, you understand war. You know, it, there's parts of the world that no, it's it's very much like what we read in in the biblical text. But I think part of it is to just admit that we don't fully get that. Like I don't know what it's like to go, go hungry. I don't know what it's like to fear locusts or, or dry. I mean, we the greatly of the great lakes around us. It's going to, we're going to have nine inches of snow tomorrow or whatever. Right. You know, we're going to have plenty of of water. And uh, so I think that humility and that recognition is important when you come to the tax, but then because of that, say, well, what, because I don't get it. Like they got it. Like I'm not, you know, I've never been part of an occupied people. I've never felt that really the threat of war. I mean, the closest was, you know, I'm aging myself now, the cold war and, Mm -hmm. There's some things like, oh, is there going to be nuclear war and stuff? But I don't really get it. Not like the people in Joel's day uh, is to just step back, understand that, and then really ask the question, well, what what kind of lens am I putting on that's actually making it difficult to hear the message in the biblical text? Because I haven't experienced what they are experiencing. Yeah, and kind of in the same, you know, we're not experiencing exactly what they're experiencing, but you also mentioned that the the problems of 2023 mm-hmm. were the same problems since Cain right. and Abel. Right. Like, though we're not in the same context no. with the same day-to-day right. experiences, right. what the world is like is very much the same. A lot yeah. of the same problems. Right. There's right. there's war and famine right. and hate and killing and death. You right. know, like, there's yep. it's a lot of the same as well. Yeah. So in 2023, I watched that special. I talked about that in the yeah. sermon, if you didn't listen to it. And it was a Taylor Swift world. And I mentioned that because <laughs> Taylor Swift was all over the the year in review. 
Uh, so yeah, back uh, Cain and Abel, Taylor Swift wasn't around, but um, right, all the idea of turmoil, of trouble, like it's always been like that. But I think it's more about like our own personal experience. So I was just listening to actually another podcast. They're talking about this idea that like things haven't gotten worse in the sense of, you know, our ability to um, combat disease, mm-hmm. grow crops. In, in that sense, yeah. there's been no time in human history like right now. There's other complexities, other challenges. Right. You know, people can argue, is the world more evil or not? And, and you know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a podcast for a different day. But, you know, there's so many people in the world today that have access to clean water, right. have access to food. Now, there is also, because, you know, a ton of people, I was just talking to a family member who was part of a, a fresh water project. There's mm-hmm. in fact, an enormous amount of people that do not have access to clean water. So, right. and we need to support those ministries, those organizations that are putting fresh water wells in. And we, you know, and, and we need to, I mean, there's so much, but again, speaking to most of the people that we believe are listening to this podcast, uh, we just have to recognize that even though there's some similarities and some themes that, that repeat, we can't like experientially, emotionally, like I can't emotionally, experientially kind of know what it's like to actually not be able to get fresh water mm-hmm. or to have to walk five miles to get fresh water and then carry that fresh water in a bucket. Now I've, I've seen that, but I haven't had to experience that myself. That's important. This is why it's so important. We have to approach the scripture and we have to approach life with more humility. We, we have to sit at that, that phrase, sitting at the feet of Rabbi Jesus, let's sit and say, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I think if we do that, we will have better interpretation, but more important than that, we will have healthier, godlier application. And I think we'll have more grace and openness to people around the world that are experiencing things that we're not experiencing, and, and which will then cause us to say, like, how can I be part of what God wants me to do in that area? You know, whether that's helping someone get fresh water that doesn't or helping someone who, who doesn't have the opportunity to be educated or helping on and on and on, all the, all the different opportunities. But, you know, we have to start with the I don't get it, you know, mentality, even though the themes are repeated year after year. Well, Jason, I'm very much looking forward to what, you know, God has for, for Crossway and this podcast moving into 2024. Uh, a lot I know we're going to cover, a lot I know we're going to be challenged with. Um, but yeah, welcome back from the new year. And uh, this is The Extra 10. My name is Ben Carlin here with Jason Esposito. Jason, thanks for stopping by. Good to be here.